Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will be talking about different personality types and tests such as Enneagrams and the Myers-Briggs personality test, including what mine are, how understanding your personality type can help you learn more about yourself and grow as a person, and how it can help the relationships in your life. I will also be talking about love languages and how knowing yours and the peoples around you is important. So I hope everyone's summer is going well. I know mine's is going pretty good, but it's going by so fast. Like I just really need it to slow down just a little bit so I can just mentally prepare for fall semester of classes because it's going to be hectic. We're going to be back on campus. I'm in Florida, so it's hot. UF's campus is huge. So yeah, I'm just like mentally preparing myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I wanted to do a personality types and just like a love language type of episode because I just thought it would be really interesting and a more personal episode but also an episode where you guys could figure out your personality types and love languages because it's actually like pretty fun and useful when you learn more about who you are and what you like and don't like and everything like that plus like I thought it would be a fun episode to do that could complement the one year anniversary episode by just giving you guys a chance to know me better and like knowing yourselves better by just learning my personality type and your personality types as well um so I know for some people it might seem like really cheesy or just unnecessary to do these personality tests but I think it's helpful to take them because a lot of them can like be pretty accurate um, in telling your personality and it can help you make sense of yourself more. Um, like I've, I'm a huge fan of personality tests, but like obviously some of them are not like, a like not accurate and they're also just not the type of tests that really show who you are like those buzzfeed type quizzes that are like you know what type of sitcom character are you like obviously not those but like i'm gonna talk about like the more realistic personality tests that really can highlight your real personalities and stuff but those are those other ones are still pretty fun too like i love taking those type of quizzes i can take buzzfeed quizzes all day um, um but yeah like those other personality tests they can pretty much accurately tell your personality um, and it can help you make sense of yourself and I think it's just important for everyone to get to know more about themselves and just as much as they can about themselves because once you know the most about you and everything like you can pour your true authentic self into all the people that you meet and into all the things that you do like it really helps you build like your personal brand once you know like more about you so um, and so um, then also like that way when you meet new people and like you introduce yourself and do interviews and everything like you can give a pretty good summary of yourself because you should be able to um, do that like I know when I was going to the summer camp one time um, my senior year we learned about the elevator pitch where you have to where you have the opportunity to talk to somebody and you have about the time it takes for you to go up an elevator which is probably a couple seconds 
and you have that amount of time to tell that person about yourself and get them convinced to want to work with you or whatever so I think once you really know more about yourself doing things like an elevator pitch and all of that should be so much easier for you um and you should be able to give a good synopsis of you and um it will be able to help people know what to expect from you and they can either like accept you for how you are or not um or maybe like you'll even realize you carry a personality trait that you don't like and you want to improve on or that's a weakness that you want to maybe turn into a strength or something so it's very important i think to know a lot about yourself um because i feel like we learn more and more about ourselves all the time so um, there are just a lot of different personalities um, out there, like personality things that are out there that you can test to see like what type of person you are, like even your zodiac sign. But like, I'm not even going to like get into all of that because zodiac signs are not even always accurate. I think that's more of a person specific thing. Like, I just don't, I don't know. I'm not like a firm believer into the zodiac sign thing um but there are so many things out there like on social media that's always like telling um about per not personality sorry uh, there are a lot of things on social media that is always talking about zodiac signs um and so there are many people who always blame their zodiac sign for their behavior like they'll be like oh like that's just the gemini in me or whatever um and i'm like no i was like i think that's just a personality trait um and I don't know, for me, I don't really use my zodiac sign that deeply because, I mean, it's just, like I said, I don't really know the accuracy of it, but I mean, to each his own. Um, and I think zodiac signs can be a mind thing, really, because, like, you know, there's certain signs um, that have traits that you can have traits of. Um, like, when you know you're a certain sign, when you see those traits, like, when you see the list of, oh, okay, like, like I'm a Capricorn and these are our traits like you think um you try to think of yourself as those things because that's what they're telling you you are and that's why I'm like it's kind of a mind thing um but zodiac signs can say some pretty like accurate personality traits about you um sometimes it does the shoe happens to fit um like for example I'm a Capricorn and some of those personality traits are being hardworking and living a private life and being ambitious and being a leader um and so things like that which all do accurately describe me but then like let's say look at the Libra zodiac sign for instance like they have traits such as as being like indecisive or Virgos have a trait of being reliable which both indecisive and reliable are traits that can describe me too so this is what I'm saying so like yeah like zodiac signs can be accurate but to a certain extent because you can relate to the other zodiac signs too um, and I have a close friend who is obsessed with zodiac signs. Like anytime he meets people or sees someone on TV, he's like, mm, what, what's their zodiac sign? And when he finds it, he's like, oh yeah, like that's what I thought like he'll be like yeah that's what I thought they were uh, and this makes so much sense and I'm like okay <laughs> so um like he genuinely bases people off of their zodiac sign and there are people who have like the sign shapes and the names and the personality traits down to a T 
Um, like they know about the whole nine about it and I'm just not that person at all. Like I really suck at zodiac signs. Like my boyfriend, every time I see like something that's like, oh, these are the perfect matches. Like, you know, like those things that are like, oh, a Capricorn and a Libra or whatever can go together well as a couple. So I'll always be like, wait, what's your sign again? And he'll, and he gets so offended. And I'm like, no, like I really just don't, I'm not good at any of that um so <laughs> um but i i just have no idea when any of the dates are for zodiac signs except for my own which is capricorn but even that i don't really i don't i don't think i even remember the start date for capricorn i think i remember the end date but not really the start date so i don't even know but um so like when someone says things like you know isn't she such a Scorpio or something? I'm like, um, let me Google that because I don't know. <laughs> but like I said, to each his own, everyone has things they like to do. And if that happens to be zodiac signs, then I mean, go for it. But that's not my thing. Like, I just suck at that completely. Um, but not to go into a whole thing about zodiac signs, but I just wanted to put that out there that they are not necessarily always the most accurate thing. But if you are interested, there is this app called The Pattern. And I'm not gonna lie, like that one is actually scary accurate. Like if you put in your birthday and the time you were born and where you were born, it can give you some accurate information on your life. And maybe again, it's a mind thing, but it was really interesting when I did mine. Like I was like, mm, okay, this is wow they really kind of hit deep so I don't know um but now I'm gonna get like more into the personality test and types that I wanted this episode to really focus on so to me there are like three main ones or at least like the most popular personality things which are the types um, so that can be things like being type A, type B, type C. Um, and then there are Enneagrams and then there, um, is the Myers-Briggs personality test. Um, so I've taken these like over the past years and I get similar answers, but like, of course, like as I get older and more exposed to life in the real world, my answers have evolved over time. Um, so I recently took these tests again to see what they say about me and they're pretty accurate and I feel like I fall into more than one category but um so I'm gonna start with the types like I don't think there's an actual name for them but there are four personality types in this category which are type A, type B, type C, and type D um and everyone like usually falls under at least one of these types so um as I as I describe them like you can probably be like oh like that's definitely me or whatever so um a type a um personality is a person who like they're usually really competitive and like um they also constantly um have work like they have to get stuff done and even when they do have it done they feel the need to keep pushing for more and they are usually put in stressful situations or they're under a lot of stress but they're able to push through it and they're also just very goal oriented and they don't mind taking like a risk or two 
And then a type B person is, um, they're kind of considered to be pretty much the opposite of type A because type B people are pretty relaxed and they're casual and they may not like take things as serious as type B. I mean, as a type A person would, like they usually don't take things as serious as type A. And then they focus more on their relationships with people and they're energetic and they're just pretty much just optimistic, I would say, and just overall really outgoing. And then a type C person, they're more passive and they kind of prefer for things to be organized and set because they don't do too well with conflict or disorganized things. And they like things to be as detailed as possible so they can be prepared for anything. And then a type D person is more dominant as they want to be more in like a leader position because they are often stressed and worry easily and they want to make sure that everything needs to get done um, and they'll make sure that everything gets done and they're very cautious and aware of everything. Um, and so those are just really the main types of um, personality. And I know like many of you can probably relate to at least one of them or a few traits from one or two of them. And I know um, when I was researching and stuff, there is even a type X, which is when a person is pretty much equally to or more of the personality types, like if you're a combination of them. Um, and with some of the personality tests I took and knowing the traits of all of them and knowing myself, I keep coming up with type A and type B for myself. And I really do think I'm a pretty good combination of both. Um, so like one of my personality tests from BuzzFeed, it said that um, it reads... As a type A, you're typically super organized, ambitious, competitive, and a dominant figure in your friend group. Failure is never an option for you and you hate being bad at things, which is why you spend so long um, agonizing over perfection. However, people can always count on you to be reliable and many people look up to you because of your work ethic and general boss mentality. So yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty accurate because I'm definitely very organized. Um, when I was younger, I used to have this little whiteboard and marker and before school or before packing for a trip, like I would have a list written down of things I needed to do or pack and I would scratch it off or like erase it as I go. And like as I get older, I started using my phone calendar to mark everything down. Like it used to be only like major stuff like, oh, okay, test Friday or whatever. But now I use my phone calendar for literally everything. Like it's so bad, like to the point like my mom knows, like she'll be like, um, do you think you could um, do this or whatever? And I'll like, she'll see me pull my phone out and she'll be like, are you putting it in your calendar? She's like, really? You're not going to remember? I was like, it's not that I'm not going to remember. It's just, I need to have it there. Like this is a part of my day. So, <laughs> um, but it's a good thing, I think, because um, it just, helps you stay organized and I feel like everybody needs to have a calendar it like really makes your life like less stressful because you know sometimes you have things to do and then life gets in the way and you're like I was supposed to do something today and you can't remember and then you're like oh you can just look at your calendar and see oh yeah I had to do this um but I think it might have also just became an obsessive thing um so it might not be as good all the time um because I really do put my whole life in my calendar now um but I just kind of have to like I don't think that's a habit I'm gonna be able to break at least not anytime soon 
Um, and I also, I have to make an itinerary for trips or if someone is coming to visit me or even just planning a day thing, I have to have an itinerary. Um, I just get paranoid about, um, I get paranoid about like leaving things behind. Like it's, it's really bad. Um, I think I have like slight OCD. Um, and I like will literally do several 360s before I leave somewhere to make sure I didn't leave anything and when I back out of parking spots I'm always looking out of like my rear view mirror to like make sure I didn't drop anything on my way to the car um because yeah I don't know I'm just so afraid of leaving stuff um or when I finish like paying for something and get back in the car I have to quadruple check that everything is still in my wallet like I'm forever paranoid that I'm gonna accidentally leave the stove on or leave my flat irons plugged up so I have to check that a million times like at this point I don't even think <laughs> it's type a like I think it's type Tatiana because <laughs> I'm the only person I know that gets this obsessive and paranoid over things but I don't know um but I'm also very ambitious and goal oriented like I have my goals and vision board already mapped out in life and I mean of course it's probably not going to be as perfect because you can't really map out life because you never know what's going to happen but I just like having that there and I'm also like always working hard and I'm always working overtime and going above and beyond like whether it's for class an organization this podcast someone's birthday gift like whatever um I just hate failure and even though it's a part of life like I strive to not fail as much on things and just keep learning um and people know I work hard so yes they can count on me but that isn't always like exactly a good thing because people can and will take advantage of that um and I'm definitely a perfectionist but I'm trying to work on it because I know nothing can be perfect and I feel like I never quite looked at myself as a perfectionist until this podcast because when this podcast started like that's when I became very much like okay this has to be this way and posted at this time and I feel like I've kind of eased up on it some but it's hard to when you just want everything to be right and um, I definitely work under stress all the time because there is constantly constantly something going on that I need to do but as far as like the competitive side of type A I'm not really sure if I qualify for that like I just don't think so like I'm competitive to a certain extent like I like to win things of course and I like being right but at the same time I don't really think I'm that competitive like for example one of my close friends is also type A um, and she's definitely a lot more type A than me. Um, and we did an escape room not too long ago, um, sometime in May. And we didn't win or make it out of the escape room. And she was so mad. And like, she kept talking about it um, for the rest of the night. And then she kept saying like, she wished she would have did this and wish she would have did that differently. And then I'm over here just like, dang like that was a waste of $25 but I mean at least it was a fun experience you know we'll have that memory for a lifetime you know just like whatever like I was like I think I was just more upset that I wasted $25 so I was like okay if I'm gonna spend $25 I wish I would have escaped but whatever um and like even when we were like in the escape room she was acting like it was a real life hostage situation she was like okay hand me this hurry up guys let's do this and then there was just me and my other friend 
And we were just taking our time and just dying laughing because we just couldn't take ourselves or the situation seriously. And I think if anything, I'm just more competitive with myself. Like, you know, when it comes to things like escape rooms and all that stuff with other people, like, yeah, I'm competitive, but like, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to be that crazy upset about it. Um, but like I said, like, I'm just really more competitive with me. Like, I like to beat my own records. So like um, another incident that recently happened, um, my sister, she wanted me to do this typing challenge to see how many words I could type per minute. And the higher you got, the um, more you could move to the next level. And so I kept getting stuck on this one level. And I kid you not, I stayed there doing that typing thing for nearly an hour just to beat my own record. Um, so yeah, I am competitive towards myself for sure. Um, but with other people, I feel like not so much. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm that competitive. Um, like compared to like some of my family, like I know my dad and my little sister are like very competitive when we play family games. Like me and my mom are just kind of like, oh, uh -huh, okay, well, oh, well. And like my dad and like my little sister are like, 38 hot and I'm like okay well <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know I don't really think I'm that competitive though um but um I think you know that's how it should be though like being more competitive towards yourself um instead of like with other people as much because when you're more competitive with yourself I I just think that's how it, it should be because um it means you're wanting more for yourself and you're wanting to grow and you're wanting to be better so I don't know. I think I, I think a bit more like that when I'm competitive about things. Um, and so now the reason why I say I think I'm also considered type B is because I carry some of those characteristics, too. And I took another quiz and it said I was type B um, and it reads, you like to take things easy and prefer to do things at your own pace. Um, you try your best to avoid drama, but can sometimes procrastinate your way into an even bigger problem that yeah I think that's pretty accurate for me as well because I feel like I do really well with people and building meaningful relationships and I can be easygoing and I do like doing things at my own pace because I like being able to perfect things to the best of my ability and that's harder to do when I'm on someone else's timeline and I definitely try to just avoid drama because I hate confrontation I feel like I get into um not as much but I feel like I used to get into so much drama in my life and I've just reached a point where I'm so beyond over it and would much rather just kind of go the rest of my life without dealing with all of that um and I definitely have a procrastination problem at times but again like you see how it ties back to type a personality because even though I procrastinate I work pretty good under pressure but I also hate working under pressure at the same time um and I usually always get everything done even um if it gets done like 30 minutes before the deadline it's still done um but um procrastination is so easy to fall into but again I really am trying to work on it because sometimes I really procrastinate for no reason and just put myself in the most unnecessary stressful situations um so yeah um i really hope like many of you guys can relate to those things um and i hope you can figure out if you're type a type b type c whatever um because i feel like that's pretty important to know like if you're like the ocd competitive type like i think that's something you might want to be aware of 
Um, and so the next type of personality types I'm going to talk about um, is Enneagrams. Um, and so there are nine Enneagram types. And so the Enneagram theory basically says that every person fits into at least one of the nine categories that they have. Um, and the Enneagram has a number to um, represent each personality type. And each one has different characteristics, different strengths, weaknesses, and just pretty much everything about your personality. Um, so I'm not going to go into like specific detail about all nine of these personality types because that would take a while um but the types do have titles and so you can probably figure out which one you fall under based off of the title of the personality type or you can also do some further research for yourself to see more details about them um so type one is the reformer type two is the helper type three is the achiever type four is the individualist type five is the investigator Type six is the loyalist. Type seven is the um, enthusiast. Type eight is the challenger. And type nine is the peacemaker. Um, and so I think there are also like levels to these types, like a level or a wing two, type three, like those type of things. Um, but that's way too deep into it <laughs> so again if you want to really in-depth know your personality and like what level type you are and like what wing and all like it's like a like I know some people they say they're like a um type 2w3 or something like in the w stands for the wing or the level but that's like way too deep um but if you want to like again just really get that deep into it you can definitely like google it there's so many things on there um to find to do that type of test and um it's just different websites that can direct you to that um but yeah so after taking a few different personality tests i kept getting either a type 2 or a type 3 which is the helper and the achiever um and just from the titles alone i felt like that was pretty accurate for me out of all nine of these because i really do enjoy helping others and i'm always trying to achieve above and beyond also so i feel like they're both pretty accurate for me um, so a type two personalities, um, they're usually like they're more empathetic and they have a good heart and they're really nice and like generous and they um, try their best to please others and they're very sentimental and they also they just genuinely just love people with all of their heart and they'll bend over backwards for others and they're just overall very selfless people um their main desire is just to be loved and their fear is to be just unwanted and unloved and they want to be heard and appreciated and they're always just expressing expressing their feelings and i mean that's really just like the gist of a type 2 personality is they want to help and they're loving and they're caring and they just want to do really good things in life for themselves and their family and their friends and maybe anyone else they can and that of course to a certain extent can be negative because some people take advantage of it but the world needs some more type 2 personalities in it in my opinion because we feel like we're lacking in a world of compassion so I feel like we need some more type 2s um 
But I think the quizzes were spot on saying I have a type 2 personality because I'm just always trying to help others and encourage them and support them in any way I can. And a huge focal point of this podcast is me motivating people. And I just want my words and actions to genuinely touch people and bring their spirits up. And I am extremely empathetic. I feel like I absorb people's emotions like a sponge. And I think my empathy is just what drives me to want to make others happy and motivate them because I know what it's like to be down and just really out of it and sad and to feel alone. So if my little old voice can do anything to help just at least one person know that it gets better and they're not alone, I want to be able to do that for them. Um, And I am a people pleaser but I'm high key trying to work on that because I feel like it's to a point where I overextend myself to please people and that leaves me mentally strained so sometimes I know I need to create that boundary because there have been many people in my life who have one they've taken advantage of my niceness and then two they've been they've mistaken my niceness for weakness and that's not okay because that's not even the case um But yeah, I think I'm a very type two person. Um, And as far as type three goes, those personalities are usually ambitious and they're role models because people are attracted to um, what they do and they strive for success and they're very driven and they can adapt well. And they usually have a desire just to be valuable and worthy, which is why they work so hard Um, and they want to just impress people and they want to stand out from others and they believe in themselves and work hard to perfect their talents and capabilities. Um, And this also means that they tend to be busy a lot because they're working so hard and they don't give up easily. And um, really just one of their main and biggest goals for type three um, is for them to just make it to just live um, more than comfortably like they want to have. A comfortable life and then some um and they want to be extremely successful and they want to be someone who has a big name and just a good brand for themselves like that's the type three personality um and i feel like that's yeah very spot on for me i think i'm a really good blend of both because i'm very ambitious and i'm definitely a go-getter and i don't give up on things i want easily at all um i'm very persistent and i'm very hungry for success which is why i've always worked hard in school and extracurriculars personal um personal projects (laughs) personality projects personal projects and everything because I just want to succeed and I want to make myself and other people proud and I spend a lot of time trying to perfect the things I do and I do thoroughly enjoy when people look up to me or like the work that I do and I don't do things for praises but when I get them it means a lot and motivates me to keep going. And I know that I can adapt pretty well to situations and I like to think of myself as pretty well-rounded. So type three is also 100% me, but it can kind of be a bad thing because sometimes I can be too hard on myself and I can get myself really overwhelmed and worked up. Um, But um, like I said, um, I really do think that I am a pretty much blend of both type 2 and type 3 because they both represent two sides of me that people notice the most which is my empathy side and my ambitious side. 
Um, and then lastly, there is the Myers-Briggs personality test. Um, and so this personality test is really popular and it has a bunch of questions that test your preferences or just how you would handle certain situations to determine four different categories. And then once you're done answering all the questions, there are like 16 different four letter combinations and your personality is one of them. Um, and it's a very common personality test that a lot of jobs and everything use. So I would definitely recommend taking one because it's just interesting just to see your results. Um, and I think just like with the rest of the personality test, you can evolve over time, of course. And so I remember I took the Myers-Briggs personality test for the first time my senior year of high school for one of my classes. Um, I don't really remember why my teacher made us take it, but when I took it, the results were that my personality was an INFP. Um, and then when I recently took it last week, it said I was an INFJ, which I just found out was a rare, a rare result. Um, and I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, not my personality type is rare. <laughs> so I don't know. I felt like special. I don't know. I like that. Um, but um, an INFP is um, it's considered having the mediator personality. Like that's what an INFP is and the acronym because, um, yeah, they're acronyms. Um, and so that acronym stands for personality traits. Um, and so for this case, it means introverted, intuitive, feeling, and perceiving. And so basically, like, that means that those personality types value, like, quality alone time, and they care for and absorb people's emotions, and they try to make good out of situations and try to find the good in people. And it also means you are, like, a quiet, caring, and encouraging type of person. So I think the fact that INFP personalities are considered the media mediators is a very fitting title. Um, and I for sure think that when I took that my senior year and got that result um that described me well during that time during my senior year of high school like that really described me well and I still have some of those traits and I'm still introverted but now of course to a certain extent since you know being away in college um and I just like having quality alone time and I like being there for people and of course encouraging them which is what this podcast is all about to begin with and just thinking back on it it's very interesting this was my personality results my senior year of high school because I was going through it um, back then, but I remember still trying to find the good wherever I could. So yeah, the INFP personality was me all the way then. Um, and then for my personality personality results now, um, the INFJ, it is considered the advocate and counselor. Um, and so that acronym stands for introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. So the change was instead of perceiving, it now says I'm judging. Um, and when I looked up what it meant by judging, it said it simply means prefer structure and order. And that is so accurate. Like I've literally kept saying how since being in college, I kept feeling OCD and having to make sure things were done in certain orders. And nearly every part of my life is in my calendar and everything. Um, so this is all around very fitting. Um, it's a very fitting result for me. And I think the reason why, like I'm reflecting on it, I think the reason why I want order is because being away in college, 
I'm not around my parents all the time and so I like really have to live on my own and I think that really forced me to be like okay you have to have order like your parents are not here to hold your hand anymore um so I think that might be a big reason why I've started to want order since being in college um but these personalities are kind of similar to INFPs in the way that they are quiet and caring and all of that but I just wanted to share this list of facts about the INFJ um personality that I found on personalityperfect.com and on Pinterest because all of these describe me to a T so this is what it says about INFJs um so they said that they are um tends to be profoundly misunderstood which I definitely always am like people from first look think I'm stuck up but I'm just very introverted um or they think I overthink too much and stuff um and then it also says they absorb other people's emotions they have amazing insight into the future um though they are feelers um yeah though though they are fillers infjs are highly um intellectual beings um they create intimacy um that's their greatest strength is creating intimacy and they are true introverts and they're sensitive to conflict which yes this is one true fact because i hate being put into situations where i feel the need to be confrontational but sometimes it happens because you have to be able to put your foot down sometimes um you have to be able to put your foot down sometimes for sure and they know and can perceive a lot from people um they experience one-sided relationships and this is definitely the one um, because I've experienced so many friendships and relationships where I loved and cared way more than the other person. Um, they're constantly looking for their soulmate. They live mostly in their head. Oh my goodness. Yes, this is me because I stay overthinking everything and coming up with every scenario under the sun. Um, they're passionate about ideas and dreams. They're warm, caring, and approachable. They're tactful. They're helpful, sensitive, and cautious. They can read and understand other people. They trust their gut feelings. And they like organizing and creating systems. Um, and then they also said that INFJs are even described under, under the categories of being visionaries, intuitive, empathetic, complicated, creative, stubborn, and mysterious. So yeah, um, INFJ personality type definitely sums up who I am um, as a person 100%. If you really wanted to know deeply who I am, please look up an INFJ personality because that is me. Um, and INFJ personalities like are rare, like I said, according to today.com. And so when I was like looking up into the today.com, figuring out like why it's so rare to have that personality, um, they said because they are very compassionate and highly empathetic people, which isn't always the most common personality these days. Um, and another thing they said that blew my mind was that INFJ personality types are often mistaken for extra because of how warm their personality is and how they're able to communicate so well with one um with one-on-one -on -one interactions and stuff um and just being a reporter is kind of a dream job for an INFJ since so much interaction is one-on-one -on -one with being a reporter so they basically said yeah like a dream job for an INFJ is being a reporter 
and that blew my mind so much because I'm majoring in journalism to do things like reporting so that's just so insane um so yeah being an INFJ personality is my perfect match I don't know I thought that was crazy um and it's just like it's just really overall just interesting seeing what my personality is and more depth and from so many different angles um and this also just kind of gives you guys a chance to know who I am too so I am a blend of type A and type B mixed with type 2 and type 3 and an INFJ personality and I just love how all of them line up with each other like how I'm a part of um, type A and how that's like being organized and everything and then INFJs like to have order so I think it's really cool how it all lines up together um and then also i just kind of wanted to briefly talk about love languages too because i feel like they can show a lot about a person's personality too um and so love languages are just what they sound like um it's the way you like to be loved and the way you show love to people um and so the five love languages are um their words of affirmation physical touch receiving gifts quality time and acts of service um, and so personally, I feel like I'm all five of these, to be honest. Um, and I feel like um, I like all five of these as well. Like I like to give and receive these all five. But if I had to narrow it down to two, I would definitely say my top love languages are words of affirmation and quality time. And I'm just always sending people paragraphs or writing them paragraphs to show my love. And I love when people do the same thing to me. And it just um, makes me feel special and lets me know I really do mean something to them. And even though like I do enjoy time with myself, like I do enjoy having quality time one-on-one -on -one with the people I love, even if that means we are simply just breathing in each other's presence and not doing anything at all. Um, but when I took an actual love language quiz it said my love language is words of affirmation because I am always using my words to express care and love and encouragement which is very true so that's my love languages and stuff and I think knowing your love language is just really important for your relationships like not just romantic relationships but just the relationships you have with your parents and your siblings and your friends um so people can really understand you more and understand what makes you feel loved and cared about and they can show you love in the way that best works for you and vice versa like when you know the people in your life's love languages like you can show them love and the way that best works for them and that shows them that you care about them and you appreciate them and you're acknowledging and paying attention to them um and the same thing with why it's important to know your personality type because you will learn your strengths your strengths and weaknesses like it will help you portray to others who you are and also when you know other people's personality types you can respond better to them and build better relationships with them um like you could even include your personality types on your linkedin bios or something so people can have even more of an idea of the type of person you are for things like job opportunities like it really just gives people that glimpse and synopsis of who you are like i talked about um earlier in the episode it gives people that elevator pitch that they need like that little glimpse to know who you are um 
so I think that's why um, I thought this episode would be important because, you know, as silly or whatever as it may seem, like really some of these things are accurate and can help people be like, okay, like this person's very intuitive. This person's very, like they like to have order. So I think it's a pretty good thing to do. Um, and then also before I end this segment, I wanted to kind of give you guys um, the website of the places I took these personality tests so you can do yours if you want. Um, so I did my type A, type B test on BuzzFeed.com. Um, I did my Enneagram test on the websites Truity.com and CrystalNose.com. And then I did my Myers-Briggs um, test on 16personalities.com. And I also did another one on personalityperfect.com. And then um, I did my love language test on 5lovelanguages.com. Um, and so, yeah, that concludes this segment of the episode. And I hope you all enjoyed getting to know more in depth about me and my personality. And I hope you take the time to do these personality tests too. Um, and they're actually, like I said, they're pretty fun because you're just putting yourself in scenarios and answering how you would respond in that situation. Um, and it's all about you. Plus, it'll help you be more in touch with who you are. Um, and it'll help you be able to show that to others as well and um who you are matters so getting to know more and more about yourself and what makes you you and why you are the way you are is just essential to living a better life now into the let's discuss segment Um, so I'm a little late, but the other week was Men Mental Health Week, and I definitely wanted to mention that in this episode. Um, so Men Mental Health Week needs to be longer than a week, first of all. Um, but I also love that they have a time dedicated just for them and their mental health because there is such a stigma on men showing emotion. Um, in society, people have really labeled women as being more emotional while men have to always stay strong and that should not be the case. Um, no matter what your gender is, you shouldn't have your feelings invalidated. Um, we all go through human things and should therefore be able to show human emotions. Um, and I just loved a quote I saw and it said, um, encouragement to speak up instead of man up because men are always told to man up when they should have the right to be able to speak up about what's wrong. And there was also a guest speaker in my summer class and he told us about how many of his frat brothers committed suicide. And it was just shocking because you never know, especially with the whole frat guy stereotype, you would just, you just would not expect it from the outside. But again, it just shows you never know what people are going through. And mental health does not have a specific look. Like I've mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. A lot of people think when someone's mental health is deteriorating, they look rough and sad, but that's not always the case. They could be dressed up and smiling to cover it, but because they don't, um, they don't want to be a burden and that's why they do it. Um, and so it doesn't mean that they're not going through something. And so I think it's good to be able to acknowledge that mental health is a human race thing and not a gender specific thing. I also briefly just kind of wanted to give my seer condolences to those in Surfside, Florida, um, where the condo collapsed. Um, it's just, it's really scary. 
Um, especially being that I'm in Florida and I live in a tall apartment complex. And on top of that, my apartment happens to be getting new flooring put in. So that's scary. Um, and I'm like kind of worried about it, but I really hope this makes like more building owners, um, and ex and inspectors and stuff like take more precautionary matters when it comes to buildings and people's safety um and i really just hope that they can get the cleanup done soon and just get these families some closure um because i know that that's my biggest thing in situations is i just want closure like whether it's good or bad i just want to know where my family is or what happened um, and everyone just please continue to stay safe and cautious because, you know, life is hectic and crazy, but just continue to stay as safe and cautious as possible. Now into the heart to heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was how we live is what makes us real. So this quote goes well with a personality episode because a part of how we live is, of course, through our personalities and having a personality and having likes and dislikes and strengths and weaknesses. That's what makes us human and that's what makes us real. And just being able to be the person you are and not masking it to please or benefit others that makes you real because at the end of the day you are not happy with yourself if you're not happy with yourself like you won't be able to give a good and real version of yourself to others so just please continue to seek your truth in any way you can and live in it because that's what makes you you and nobody can be you better than you can so just embrace it and if people don't accept you for who you are that's okay because what matters most is if you you are happy and proud of who you are. That's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight.